0: Everybody talks about narcissists in relationships and romantic relationships, but what about the narcissistic boss? What about that person that you work with on a day-to-day basis that is treating you and showing up in a narcissistic abusive way? Maybe you're dealing with some of those challenges of like, I don't know how to be able to navigate this, how to actually work through this. Maybe your boss's behavior affects your professional growth and your emotional well-being. Maybe you see it taken out on you, taken out on other employees. Maybe you see different pieces of this happening in the workplace and you're like, I don't know what to do when I'm dealing with a narcissistic boss. Part of the challenge is then is you oftentimes can't go no contact because you're in that environment every single day or you're stuck in that environment in an online setting every single week, like getting to a place of like seeing, hey, this is toxic How do I actually work with this? So we're going to talk through some of this. We're going to talk through some of the challenges of it, actually working through some of the problems, some of the things, and try to be able to talk through answers of how to handle some of the situation. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. The founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARC app, and your guide in the 45-Day Clarity Challenge, you can access at claritychallenge.net. Part of the journey that we've been trying to work through and help people forward in is growing and developing themselves. That journey is a journey. It's not a destination. It has ups and downs and pitfalls and good times and bad times. But moving forward to try to break the trauma bond, get rid of the rumination, develop healthy habits and boundaries are all what we focus on inside of the Clarity Challenge. Again, you can access that at claritychallenge.net. So when we talk about the aspects of narcissism and a narcissistic boss that produces a lot of challenges, it produces a lot of wild experiences and places and environments that you end up finding yourself depending on the level and the influence that that boss has on you. It can be extremely draining and oftentimes demoralizing of how they're treating you, of how they're interacting with you, of how they're triangulating or pitting different office workers against each other because of what they're actually doing and what they're saying. Like this behavior a lot of times happens with a lot of different pieces underneath it. Typically, you see a big one that is constant criticism, constantly putting you down or putting another person down in front of or behind their back to try to feel better than. Even though they're already a level up as the boss, a lot of times they're still trying to reduce employees, to reduce the employee's value or worth or especially their opinion. Their feelings, their emotions, all those icky things for a narcissist have let me push that aside. So a lot of times, constant criticism, manipulation or like triangulation. A lot of times we'll see that pitting another person against each other so they can either save that, save the problem, save the interaction, or they can look like they're the good guy. They're the good person. OK, uh, you see this as well as you have a great idea. You bring it to your boss and the boss takes it to the next person. is like, hey, I have this great idea. And you're like, I literally just said that. Where a lot of times it'd be like, let me steal your work so I can look better at other people and you're not going to say anything because I'll fire you or I'll get mad at you, okay? So taking credit, uh, favoritism, that's a big one too, of like having favorites. If You're my favorite, so I'm going to interact, I'm going to talk with you. The other person I'm not going to interact and talk with, okay? That's probably one of the pieces that I struggled with the most like in the workplace was playing favorites. I'd have people i connect with and that I'd want to work with or want to talk to. Then i have other people that I wouldn't. They just annoyed me. Like I didn't really care about them. Didn't really like it didn't really matter. They didn't do anything for me. So I was like, eh, forget you. OK, but that's the piece, too, of like favoritism. It'll look a certain way. Like this all boils together and promotes this toxic work environment. It affects employees confidence their job satisfaction their mental well-being like it affects a lot of different pieces and as you've been on the flip side of this you're like this feels awful like I've, I've been in a toxic relationship before but like being in a toxic relationship in a workplace environment that's the worst because you feel extremely trapped like it has big ramifications if you leave because then you lose that income You lose that that responsibility you lose that career job that you've been working for for such a long period of time so it's important first and foremost just to notice and recognize some of the things i've walked through that's identifying hey this is happening in this toxic environment like think of it as like maybe you've been at work and you've constantly gotten belittling comments like putting you down making you feel bad not from others but from your boss okay this is consistently like undermined and being like wait Like, what am I doing wrong? It feels like you're being unappreciated because with that person, they are unappreciating you totally. This behavior a lot of times will slowly get to a place where you start to have decreased motivation, increased stress, and a negative impact give you a great example, okay, Uh, growing up I worked for UPS, I did the preload shift and one of the places that I worked for when you missed a package, so like when you put a package on the wrong shelf in the wrong car, things like that, it was like a a misload or something like that, okay, so when you missed a package, what they do is the next day when everybody showed up, they'd gather the like 50 employees together and the boss at that time would, you know, basically scream at whoever missed the most packages. Trying to make sure that they understood that their job was on the line if they didn't actually put the right packages in the right car, and also trying to establish their dominance to everybody else that you're going to do what I'm going to tell you. But this whole aspect of like, let me belittle you, not even in private, but belittle you in public saying, hey, if you don't get this stuff together, you're out of here because you're doing such an awful job. Okay. Definitely different ways to be able to handle that. Might have been a needed conversation, but a conversation, not a yelling match in front of the entire company. Okay. So, With with this aspect of dealing with a narcissistic boss, it's really hard, right? Because they're your superior. First off is setting boundaries, okay? Establishing clear boundaries to maintain a professional demeanor can help you in going through this aspect of your emotional well-being. Now, understand really quick that these boundaries are not controlling the boss, okay? Just like they don't control the relationship. The boundary is for you. Hey, I'm unwilling to do that. Like, hey, this is my weekend off. I appreciate you reaching out, but I'm on. Un- I'm not able to. I'm not able to interact. I'm not able to come in. I'm not able to do this. Sorry. Like you're setting up boundaries. This piece is like trying to help you avoid getting drawn in to power struggles or personal disputes. But instead, you're just like nope. Like this is a boundary that I'm actually putting up. Another piece is documenting incidences. Now this works great for all narcissists. Period. But just keeping a record of specific incidences, uh, interactions with your boss, dates times descriptions this is what's happening this is what's going on okay this can serve as evidence like when you need to actually be able to provide a sense of validation to yourself or maybe for a boss above them of like hey this is what's going on another one is to be able to seek support because having support especially in the workplace environment you're like hey I don't know how to deal with this. Like, I'm struggling right now. This seems to be attacking in this way. If you have like colleagues, friends, mentors who might be able to offer advice, support, or just a listening ear of like, hey, I need help with this. When you're able to connect with other people in the workplace environment that see it, that see the manipulation, the toxicity, that helps build that connection foundation that's going to help you be stronger than just trying to deal with it on your own. Another piece is focusing on self-care, like having these activities outside of work that are gonna help you grow your self-esteem, grow your confidence, that's huge as well. But being able to go through and do these couple things are helpful to make sure that you're getting clear and then sometimes can be helpful in moving to the next step of what you might need to do. There might be differences as far as communicating to that person's boss or filing a different report or something like that, okay? Clear boundaries, so clear expectations with their boss, communicating assertively, but not attacking, saying, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I need to do. This is what I'm allowing for myself or I'm not allowing for myself. Again, boundaries are for you. They're not rules and regulations for the other person. Okay, this other piece of like no contact, no contact is super hard in the workplace environment, right? Like, especially if this is your direct boss or your direct, like, peer in this, in this work environment that's over you, that's, like, saying, hey, this is what's going on. Unlike in, pers- in personal relationships, going no contact with an six boss is not always feasible. I get that. Okay? So, just saying, hey, go no contact, you're, like that doesn't help me dude like okay so there's a couple strategies we can do to try to minimize and maintain your mental well-being while being in that toxic environment okay first and foremost is just limiting contact this is reducing the amount of contact that you have so unnecessary interactions with your boss and focusing on completing your tasks efficiently and only communicating facts Only communicating facts when needed, only communicating facts when asked, okay? So instead of having extra communication or unnecessary stuff, like communicate as much as you can just about the facts. Now, when you communicate, make sure it's through written channels, emails, memos, texting, probably not a good idea, but as much as you can to maintain a paper trail of the communication and what's actually being discussed or what's happening. Okay, the the more you can say, hey, I'm not able to take phone calls right now, but you can send me an email. The more you can work on getting stuff written down, the better for you. Okay, another piece you have to be careful about because we're not trying to cause dissension on the other side. But when a toxic working relationship, identify other allies, other colleagues, superiors who can offer support or act as a buffer between you and the boss. Like, like maybe you have an assistant. You're like, hey, communication is going to go through this person or, hey, in order to help train this person or whatever, I'm going to start bringing them onto the calls that we have just for our effectiveness. And so you start adding other layers to it so that it protects you. Okay, building alliances between other people inside the organization sometimes helps provide protection and also resources. There's a client that we have that like when she is in the toxic environment and with working with a narcissistic boss, she never talks to that person alone. Like there's always another person in the room. There's always another person on the Zoom call. There's always another person there to be able to help that protection piece, okay? Then the other piece is we need to to develop an exit plan. You're like, I don't want that. I get it. But you're not going to be able to change this person. So unless they're doing something that is going to get them fired or the person above them is going to say, hey, this isn't working out. A lot of times you'll see a narcissistic boss continue to move forward because they're still winning in the money aspect or in the business aspect, but not the people aspect. So it's important to develop an exit strategy. Okay, if the situation gets so bad, you need to consider looking for a different job. A different transition to a different company, different avenue, different venue. Okay, it's important to actually seek this or a different role within the organization, helping you move forward. This a lot of times can help you protect long term career and making sure that your well being is kept essential, because the other person isn't going to care about that. Okay, like think of it as just as being first and foremost. You can start limiting as much direct communication with your boss, primarily communicating through email. Like having relationships with other colleagues that offer support that can be there to help protect as far as like in the room, be advocates for you. Also just helping you explore other opportunities of what what else is out there that you can actually do. Maybe what's the same type of job you can do, but just not there at a different place. I know that's not the one you want to hear or that you want to listen to, but it might be your only option. So be considerate of that as you move forward. Okay. If you need any help with this, click on the link in the bio, escapetoxicity.com. Or if you want to work with me one-on-one, so we can navigate some of this stuff, whether you're in the relationship, whether you're dealing with a boss, we'd love to be able to help you there. You can go to www.rawmotivations.com, click on the one-on-one, so we can talk. We can help you move forward with that. Uh, I think I mentioned with uh, I think I might have mentioned earlier the uh, 45-day Clarity Challenge, breaking the trauma bond. That's all housed at ClarityChallenge.net. Anyways, that's all I got. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, rate, review, because we'd like to be able to share this with more people to help them be free from the toxicity that they're currently struggling with.